Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host Sam, back with another episode. It's been a while, I know it's been a while, I haven't forgotten. I have definitely fell off of my schedule, but I am doing everything that I can to get back on that schedule. Things have been quite full lately as far as just me navigating or redirecting um, my life and where I'm at, where I want to be headed, what I'm concerned about, what matters to me, what I'm currently focusing on. And I am not apologetic about that. And I think that as a society and as consumers, especially of people who are content creators or people who um, put forth their quote unquote personalities or um, versions of them into the World Wide Web into the world, I think we have to be a little bit more understanding and kind of fine tune ourselves to not, um, just to not be as expectant of people to be robots. And this is something that I have to say I too am guilty of. So I love to watch DIYs, females um, kind of doing their, their thing, kicking ass, you know, renovation, interior design, um, I love to watch just different types of content creators and they usually have a schedule. And so every week I have my schedule of the different shows that I like to watch along with, you know, Abbott Elementary, like just different things that I look forward to because the the release dates or the release times are scheduled throughout the week. And during the pandemic in particular, I think that's when it kind of struck me the most was that, wow, like this is really nice to have something to look forward to. And for those of you who naturally are usually already watch a lot of TV, I don't. Um, I usually watch YouTube. There's shows on YouTube that I prefer versus like series and stuff like that. I do watch some shows on, you know, Netflix and stuff like that. But anyways, um, so there there isn't really a production team behind someone in YouTube. You know, usually it's kind of a person or, you know, a couple people who manage and make sure that gets out. Now, being that these individuals are living their lives through these different um, platforms, um, shit happens. And one of the things that I noticed was how, I wouldn't say frustrated or upset. It was more like disappointed or more like um, kind of, I was expecting to hopefully get the content I was looking for uh, from creators. And there were different times where they let me down. I mean, even podcasts that I look forward to. Now, for those of y'all who have are big on podcasts, Michelle Obama, you know, did a podcast in 2020 and I was in love, obsessed. Couldn't wait to hear more about it. Um, Listened to all the episodes and then she just disappeared. Just disappeared. And I was like, why is this not forever? That was a letdown. And then Brene Brown is another person that I listen to a lot. Um, And she's in a hiatus right now, just focusing on herself and regrouping and intentionally taking time off. Now, I have yet to intentionally take time off on this platform, um, but I have definitely take time off. Um, you know, the last couple of weeks have been pretty spotty for me as far as posting. And it's not because I don't want to. It's because life hasn't configured itself in that way. I've attempted to, but there were different interruptions or I just didn't, you know, time management, um, you know, just in the mood. So when I sit down and I record these, I have to have at least an hour space that I can just be authentic, be uninterrupted. I turn off my phone. I really, really hone into what I'm doing with this because I treat it like a therapy session, you know, for me. Sometimes I'm not able to 
completely articulate my thoughts and feelings until I sit down in this way. So it's a big part of me and it's something I deeply cherish, something that I look forward to, something that I enjoy and I'm growing and simultaneously I'm still living life. Now, this is one of the things that I think that I had struggled with the most was the fact that I felt like I don't know. I felt like because I wanted to focus on something, everything else just needed to take a pause. So for instance, you want to focus on growing something, you want to focus on healing or exploring different things or learning different things or trying something new. The hope and the expectation is that there are not going to be any other fires anywhere else because right now your attention is on one thing. Well, it doesn't work like that. Um, I've come to find out and everything keeps going alongside what you're focused on. So um, speaking on focus in general or in particular, I was listening to a podcast with Brene Brown talking about focus and it was so enlightening because I talked about that in one of my episode, um, you know, starving your distractions and feeding your focus. And I hadn't had this gem just yet to significantly articulate and explain what exactly I meant by feeding your focus. Um, so the, the co-host or the guest on the show was talking about focus and how, you know, scientists and how researchers explain and understand focus. So focus, think of focus and the analogy that she used was think of you being in a dark room and having a flashlight. There's a lot going on in the room, but you can't see it all. You can only see whatever the flashlight's actually pointing to. So that's an analogy that I definitely, definitely, um, resonate with. And I remind myself like, what's the flashlight on right now? Because it's very easy to feel overwhelmed and very easy to feel, um, just really stressed because you know, the room is full, you know, the room, you're familiar with the room. You kind of know what's in the room where the room's kind of situated, but you only have a flashlight. So how do you focus on the things that really, really matter the most? And I'm going to include that link, um, in the, in the description, because I think that I suck at that. And I want you guys to be able to do some further, you know, learning behind the concepts that I've learned. Um, because I only touch on maybe a minute of the conversation. I don't give you the full taste of it all, but I like to inter- intertwine these type of learnings into my overall, like, um, episodes because they help you give you context to what it is I'm formulating my opinions around or my values around. Um, And so it's one of those things that um, I like to just make sure I'm going to be better about moving forward because I find that it, it just helps people kind of have a larger scope of things. Um, so focus is something that I'm working on. Another major thing that I learned about myself or not even learned, I came to the conclusion about myself was that, um, I have been healing or transitioning for a while now, um, into a, just a new space, a new mentality, revisiting certain things, but also improving on a lot of different things. And one of the things that I kind of like, I guess I, you know, in the process of like metamorphosis and that sort of stuff is that I, I stayed a little bit too long in the healing phase. Um, I, I think when you experience something that's traumatic and you experience something that is, um, a disruption to your life and very much like an abrupt change, um, or seems like an abrupt change because it's an, you know, an outcome you weren't expecting 
or you find yourself in a situation that forces you to do something that naturally you wouldn't do, or you feel like you have no choice but to do, or you have to take a risk. Um, you know, there's some compassion that you give yourself because you want to be able to address your feelings around it, the circumstances in which you feel um, are important to you around it. And so because of that, for me, my response was, okay, give myself some breathing room to just be, to just allow these feelings to come up, allow yourself to be vulnerable, allow yourself to be sitting with the feelings. Now, for those of you who have been listening for a while, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. But for those of you just tuned in, there's so much more behind just this episode to so take, you know, take some time, browse, get to know me a little bit more. This is all about me and my perspective on things, but also um, pulling in, like I said earlier, different um, context and um, content that helps me formulate better decisions, better experiences for myself. But going back to what I was saying, um, <clears throat> being in that healing stage. And don't get me wrong. I think the emphasis or the flashlight does focus on healing multiple times in our lifetime, but there are other phases of the, um, of the cycle, if you will, that you, the, the, the highs and low, the ebb and flow that you go through. I didn't want, I was avoiding the hustle. I was avoiding the risk. I was avoiding the, um, requirement of, okay, let's, you know, put our heads down, Let's really start making a life that we want instead of kind of just looking at life and being like, wow, I can't believe I'm here. Not from an admiration standpoint, but more of a like, I can't believe this is my life. And one of the things that I've been trying to work on as well is being more vulnerable. And healing is a very vulnerable state of mind where you are being honest with yourself, if not others, about the fact that you have you know, things that you're currently trying to navigate through that you're not familiar with, you're really trying to assess and deal with. And it's a beautiful, beautiful place to be in. It's not something that I would talk about negatively or say is a negative thing, but I think that sometimes it can be, you can get comfortable in it because it's a beautiful place to be in as far as seeing yourself evolve and kind of grow outside of what you're originally um, recognizing yourself as. So with that being said, the title of that, of this episode of It's Time signifies an opportunity for me and for us, you know, because I'm always rooting for you all to just get out of that phase of rut and comfortability within dealing with a process or a season that where you're reflecting and you're analyzing and you're sitting in a place of, or positioning yourself to be in a place of participating, taking risks, um, you know, taking chances on yourself and your future and, you know, designing and, and participating in a life where you can be really proud of yourself and you can just start making consistent um, changes and choices. And so that's my newest kind of season that I'm in. And I'm hoping to just not announce anymore my thoughts, my wants, my desires to do you know stuff differently within my business, within my career, within my life. I'm more of like, I'm participating. I'm actually making those things happen and seeing those things happen in real time. And I am bringing you all along for the ride. Um, so far, even just the the mindset of that has really shifted, you know, quote unquote, my flashlight because 
now I'm overlooking the things of like the what ifs, but I'm more into the let's jump in and see how it goes. Um, recently I was in a, um, conference. I went to a conference and I made it a point to just network. I'm also in a season which is completely related to this kind of aha, um, where I want to just represent myself. I want to present myself, represent myself in a different light. So, you know, re-envisioning myself, reintroducing myself, if you will, that means that everything that represents me has to be reevaluated with this new lens. So that means my LinkedIn, that means my social media, that means obviously my business, that means just things within my household, just things have to shift to allow this new, um, this new version, if you will, of me to exist. And I want to see that reflected in everything that I do, whether in my clothes, whether in how I do systems, how I carry myself, all of those sort of things. And so um, that's a part of my evolution that I'm welcoming in and I'm making room for, and I'm just rethinking everything that I currently, um, do and, um, attempting to be more conscious and attempting to be more, um, just use, use that mindset in a different, in my day-to-day in my life. Um, so one of the things that I experienced during this conference in particular was I was networking in a way that I've never networked before. So networking in it of itself is challenging because networking, depending on the motives, depending on what you're networking for, it can be really intimidating. Sometimes you don't necessarily have something to network. So what I mean by that is sometimes you sometimes you don't really have something that you're trying to, an issue or a cause that you're trying to push and you're trying to get supporters or you're trying to get people to understand the concept or you're trying to get people to buy in. Sometimes you don't have that. Sometimes you're there because you want to network yourself and that was pr- you know pretty much what I was doing where I was validating what I've been able to accomplish thus far and putting it on a um uh, a pedestal, if you will, to acknowledge that I have put in the work, the time and the effort, and I deserve something better. Now, when you want to redesign yourself, you're basically opening the door. I can't tell you how many prayers I've said in the last couple of weeks that have um, allowed me to be more open. The, the idea of being more open really sets a tone of just new different perspectives to enter into your life. And once you're able to do that, then you're able to reconsider what you considered your normal, what you consider comfortable. And that's where I'm at too. So, um, it's kind of a, the ebb and flow of that, um, you know, that type of growth where I am asking to be more open and then reevaluating what I currently, um, operate my, you know, operate as. And so in this experience, my goal was to, get to know or to, and honestly, it wasn't completely intentional, meaning I didn't walk into it that way, but it was one of those moments or one of those situations where I had been asking God to give me an opportunity to represent myself differently and represent myself differently. And when he gave me the chance or the chances, I took them, I took them with fear. I took them with utter, like, what the hell are you doing? This doesn't even sound like you. This doesn't even look like you, but this is the thing. When you're trying to be the person that you want to be, you're not going to recognize that person. You're not going to, you can't be that want to be person as you are right now, because you're still wanting to be that person. And you have to try out 
different versions of that person until that person, you know, it's like perfecting a, an ingredient, um, not an ingredient, but a, a recipe. You know, you have to try out different measurements, different approaches, different methodologies in preparing the meal and, you know, developing the meal, all of those sort of things. They may not always fit you know, but once you get to the final product, it'll all make sense and you'll be happy with it. And so that's where I'm at, where I am, you know, participating in different things to try and create a version of me that is what I envision in my life. You know, what I envision my, my kids seeing, what I envision myself seeing, what I envision my community experiencing. And so due to that, I need to be conscious and mindful that I'm going to hit moments where I'm not necessarily, you know, almost like recognizable, you know, um, I'm going to be extracted from what I consider to be my normal. And it doesn't mean that I'm being fake. It means that I am part, you know, practicing, I am trying, you know, different, um, takes on who I ultimately want to be until I feel comfortable with that. Until I feel happy with that. Until I feel like this aligns with the vision or the expectations I have of myself and what God wants for me. Now, let's be very clear. That doesn't mean that I made mistakes. That doesn't mean that I will make more mistakes. That doesn't mean that fear doesn't go away. And I think when you are not necessarily confident, but when you are attempting something, and this is something that's a, a big theme, especially um in my social media platform, where you know we're too afraid to try things because we we know we're going to fail or we feel as though we're going to fail. Instead, we rather avoid it and do what we know we can do best. Now, the problem with that is that we stunt our growth and we limit ourselves and we don't allow ourselves the opportunity to fail and to get it wrong until we get it right or until we get to a place that we can be happy with. Now, when you try things, best believe fear is right there next to you. It may look comfortable to external people. And that's one thing I think I'm really good at is um, just defining and ensuring that I can be, um, my effort can be digestible. It isn't very awkward for me to to participate in certain things that I'm not necessarily comfortable with. That's not the case. I don't think people experience that whenever they see me attempting something new or doing something different. They assume because I can allow it to flow and I'm really good at just creating a seamless transition with different, like me being confident, me being not confident, that back and forth it presents itself to seem like I got my shit together. And I want to be very clear. I am still learning and I love that I'm still learning and I don't want to stop learning and I'm going to continue learning. And my learning looks different than other people. It may look like a complete package, but best believe there are many missing parts. There are different parts that are underdeveloped. There's different parts that um, are overly developed. Um, And so that's natural and that's a part of the process. And I think the biggest... um, advice that I would give anyone who is attempting or who is saying to themselves, hey, I want to start doing things that are different, something that's more aligned with who I am and what I want to be, um, is that you truly have to trust the process. You have to allow God in to your life. And I mean, this may seem cliche, but you have to allow him into your life to be able to rearrange some things. And you also have to start trusting yourself enough to say, I'm going to jump into this. It may look weird. It may feel unfamiliar. It may feel like I am on the wrong path, 
but I'm putting one foot in front of the other. And that is the point. Life goes on. Life keeps moving. If you stop in your misery, if you stop in your depression, if you stop in your space of, you know, insecurity, fear, all of those sort of things, everything's going to pass you by. You are going to be so behind or so far removed from where you belong that it's going to create shockwaves in in you and stunt your growth. And that's not something I'm willing to say okay to. That's not something that I'm willing to sit with in 50 years and say, you know what, I'm glad I just stopped right there. No, I think you know, to be open is to breathe again. It is to allow air to flow and to impact all parts of your body. That's natural. That's normal. But when you decide to close, you know, your breath and hold it, that's when you start triggering all of these other things. And I have to remind myself, like, especially when I have moments where I'm touching depression or it feels like I want to spiral. Are you breathing? Are you moving forward? Okay. You're on the right path. You may not breathe, you know, or inhale as greatly as you wanted to at that very moment, but you will continue to inhale. You will continue to make, you know, impact on your journey and your life. And it's all about, like I said, step-by-step moment by moment, don't give in. So as you start to get into this space or where, you know, in particular where I am, you're going to have these roadblocks. You're going to have these moments in which you're like, Ooh, I think that I am not doing what I'm supposed to do. I think that I'm wrong. I think that I'm in the wrong place. I think that this is too hard. I think this is too far from where I want to be. And sometimes you are making a great assessment and you need to reassess. You need to kind of walk yourself out of that and, you know, just reposition yourself. But sometimes you are speaking from a place of fear where the things look unfamiliar. They look like they're not necessarily yours that you can own and you can create a space in your life for. Sometimes you feel though as though um, this situation is too far from removed from what your normal, what's normal to you when you interact with other people. They're like, I have no, um, no recollection of that. Like, that's just not something I would do or something that makes sense for me. And a part of the openness in life is accepting that everyone's vision and everyone's view on things is, com- is completely different. Even if you're looking at the same thing with someone, you're both looking at it from different angles. There's no way that you can possibly look at it from the same exact angle unless it's at different time frames. Meaning, think about it. If you're looking at a painting and you're standing next to someone, you are side by side. You still have a different perspective. Now, if the person who's on your left side moves to the right where you were formerly standing, they can see it now in a different time frame not in the same exact moment and the same exact time. And that is by design. That's how God made all of us. And that's intentional. And that's something you have to respect and you have to come to terms with. Now, that doesn't mean alongside, you know, seeing, viewing these different things that in your bodies, in your minds, you're not accompanying different feelings, different you know, moments in your life, different situations, different historical backgrounds, different upbringings, all of that sort of unique um, DNA and experience and um, situation is all simultaneously happening as you're viewing the same thing. You're crossing paths, you're experiencing the similar things at the same time. So 
that is not something you deny. That is also something you need to remember whenever you interact with other people or you look at other people who have either gone through it or similar or going through stuff in general. There is no one else like you. There is nothing else like you and there will never be. And that's natural. And that's how it should be. Now, there are connecting times in which we're in the same museum. We're looking at the same photo. But outside of that, there are differences and that's natural and that's normal. It is important for us to cultivate the differences within ourselves to contribute um, different perspectives and different approaches to life and different approaches to things that we're tied to. Now, for me, um, knowing that I'm in this space of just wanting to put the pedal to the metal, redefine and reorganize myself so I can accomplish a lot more things, um, it, it makes me really excited because um, something that happened in 2020 was that I graduated with my master's in management and leadership. And I was doing that simultaneously with working, teaching kids from home, um, you know, a lot of different things were going on, moved to a new place, all that sort of stuff. Um, and so because of that, I felt like my life was full, you know, obviously for obvious reasons. Now that I'm no longer in school, I've kind of shifted, if not taken a break, because first of all, I never liked school. I was just so opposed to school. I only did it, did school just to say, Hey, here you go. Here's school. I'm done with this, not doing it anymore. And so now that that's the case, I'm reassessing everything to ensure that I'm on the right page of life. And I'm also experiencing some sort of growth. So school was a a optional, is a optional, it's still very optional choice to further develop yourself and gain knowledge. As an individual outside of school, we have a playground, a plethora of things that we can do to consume similar information or detailed information in different plays, in different ways. There's different platforms that allow us to grow as individuals. And I personally want to take more advantage of those things, whether it be learning platforms or experiences that lend itself to looking at life from a different perspective. Um, something that I did during the time that I took my mecation um, birthday this year was that I visited a museum. And that's why it's kind of top of mind where I went to the museum and I I I wouldn't say studied, but I really analyzed all of the artifacts. I read about them. I understood where they come, where they came from, and what they contributed, and how they, you know, looked different. And they range from like BC to like today. Um, and so it was such a great experience just to see um, what different artists and different cultures were focused on at different times in life. And that's something I think we miss. We are one speck on a huge world. Think about all the people in this world who were born in the same year, who are living in different countries, different cultures, different atmospheres simultaneously with us. That's what I mean by being open to this world. And that's something that I don't want to limit myself on. And so I'm working really hard to allow myself to participate in things that lend itself to experiencing life from a different perspective. And it's such a challenging place to be in, to put ourselves in, but it's also very rewarding because we get to experience and enjoy pieces of the world, of cultures, of um, environments, of communities that we wouldn't actually be able to do so had we just been complacent and said, okay, well, my, you know, work-life balance is what it is. I want to interject and continue to interject just different, um, 
opportunities within my life, whether it be different events that I participate in or different experiences that I lean towards or traveling or signing myself up for different opportunities or welcoming those opportunities. Now I can already tell that there are different things that God is going to shift me into within my career. Something is just telling me if I become better at being disciplined and more impactful and re um, addressing, you know, my habit, I can really welcome a whole new world. And that's something I am terrified from. Okay. Fear is definitely like, it's like walking towards fear. It's like, Hey, here's the darkness. Let me walk towards it and see if I can find a flashlight. And once you find a flashlight to me, that's success. And so I've been listening to a lot more books. I'm I think I'm about, I have to recalculate, but I think I'm about at my 12, um, 12 book goal for this year. And I'm hoping to surpass that this year and continue to do that moving forward. Because one of the things is just another way of accepting knowledge into your life and education and I wouldn't say education, but learning, um, perspective into your life. Um, and that's something that I've been big on this year. I had set a goal of 12 books and I think I have met that and, um, I can, I want to continue that, you know, goal. 12 months, I can accomplish 12 books and I listen to books. So it's, I can incorporate it in my day. And I've been just very happy about this. If you have recommendations, please send them your, you know, my way. Um, one of the things that I've been also really, um, key on recently is like I said, readdressing, reassessing my life and being more open, which means I have to pause to listen. I have to be still to listen. It's very weird for me to say like, it's go time or it's time to step up. It's time to do the things that I've been meaning to do and also incorporate pausing and being still. But that's also very doable. Um, You can't always be on the go. It's just physically impossible. And so when I do have downtime to tune into the messaging and the moments in which God wants me to um, learn about things. So for instance, within this conference, I made it a point to just be still and to take um, some time where I could to not schedule things in and just soak up the atmosphere, soak up the energy, reprocess the conversations that I had, reset so that way I was ready to welcome whatever else, you know, was necessary. And, you know, it's it's interesting because my takeaway from that experience was that I have a lot of fire within me. And when you feel like you've gone through something that has taken that away, you question that, you wonder if you're on the right page or on the right, you know, um, process within your life. But when you're able to see that or have a moment with that, it just feels so reassuring. Um, and again, I wouldn't recognize this, this situation within me, um, a year ago, three years ago, six months ago, I wouldn't have recognized that, but because I kept trying out versions of me that were just a bit different, just a bit, um, outside of what I was familiar with is why I can, I can walk within those shoes is because I practiced in different ways. And I have set myself up to, um, welcome in that part of me in different ways. Um, one of the things that I also want to focus on is just developing a better community for everything in me. Um, simply because I feel like the value of having a community sets apart so many different people from, um, doing different things. I can't tell you how important it is to me to hear from you all and your perspective on 
you know, what you think about what I'm doing and share, you know, related experiences. I have a mentorship group for women founders and just being able to interact with them and support them and understand what they're going through and connect on what they're going through. It's so important to me because it it validates the crossroads in which we all pass. And it also shares knowledge on how we overcome overcome certain things. Having a village is essential to who I am. And I want that in every, you know, um, micro community that I'm a part of. And so I try to radiate that. And lately I've been reflecting on the fact that I want to go further in life, but I've also come a long way. And I think that's something we don't give ourselves enough credit for, that we've been able to navigate certain things from a place of, you know, healthy practices, um, strategic, you know, chances and moves and just, you know, desires to build upon ourselves in a better perspective. Um, another thing I think we don't do, and I'm, I'm not saying everyone, so please be clear, but for those of you who it makes sense for, please, you know, take this into consideration is that even though we want better for ourselves, we accept less. I know that hurt because it hurt me. Even though we want better for ourselves, we accept less. Something's worth $5 and we know that it's worth $5, but $2 and we say, okay. And we get a dollar's worth of what it actually was. And that's something that I am, I am radiating within our, our community as far as, listen, stop settling for what we don't deserve. Stop questioning our true wants, needs, and desires. Start um, looking for opportunities where we can accept what we're worth, if not more. Um, and that radiates within my career so much because I put forth so much effort into ensuring, you know, what I'm a part of is the best it possibly can be. And it genuinely like excites me to see it go to its full potential. And I don't necessarily agree with um, where I'm at as far as worth wise. And so I am trying to create, um, subconsciously and consciously a new lane for me that is honestly completely new. And it actually sits completely within my fear. And that is the scariest shit I've ever done in my entire life is to design or to encourage or to welcome a experience that is all about in, you know, my fears. It is really about saying to myself, you know, here's my fear, here's what I'm feeling and hear what I think about this concept, but I solely want to focus on this. The reason why not only is it scary, but it's also a conundrum because it's like saying, I hate, you know, um, I want to say needles, but I hate something or not hate, but I really despise public speaking, but having your career be completely in public speaking. Now, I think there's a difference between being afraid of something and something being like completely, um, something being completely just, you know, um, paralyzing, you know, it's not a fear that I feel like is damaging. There's a difference. I don't feel like it's damaging. The fear that I'm referring to is not damaging where it's traumatic, where it's um, 
you know, not good for my mental health, for my well-being. It's not. It's not one of those type of fears. It's more of like these. This is my the range of my potential, and I could see myself in this area. But do I want to put myself in that area or in that place? Because if I do, I have to operate from a different space in which, honestly, it sits. It sits alongside my procrastination my underpreparedness, my focus, it sits in that world in that atmosphere where I would have to get my shit together. And that to me alone is daunting because I'm like, whoa, if I was that virgin where I had my shit together, the opportunities that I would have are huge. That's my, my actual potential. And so guys, I'm working on it. I'm working towards it because I realize in order to adopt or in order to inhabit the things that I really want in life, I have to go to that place. I have to operate from that space because I'm not going to be mediocre and still get the reward of all the things I want. And I've come to realize that my methodology, my approaches towards getting to that place have been subpar. They have been underwhelming. They have been short because I just didn't want to put in the effort. And it's time for me to put in the effort to get to those places and have that reward and have that, that, um, have those outcomes because there's no way I'm going to be able to get to the other side. If I decide to, you know, swim back and forth, but not all the way, you know, swim in circles. And that's really what I've been doing. And so I recognize that. I understand that. And I am asking myself and I'm asking the universe and I'm asking God to be patient with me and compassionate with me as I attempt to um, fully develop and blossom and fight for and um, represent myself from that space. Now, I anticipate a lot of foot dragging because there already has been. This episode should have been recorded and posted on Friday, but didn't work out that way. Um, I fully anticipate just rearranging my entire schedule and feeling like I'm overwhelming myself, but I have to remember the common denominator is me. This is to benefit me. This is to celebrate me. This is to encourage me. This is to, um, develop me. This is to educate me. This is to apply my knowledge. This is to continue to root, continue to support a community and environment in which I feel celebrated in. And so in order to do that, I have to participate. I can't just extract, um, from a community that I definitely enjoy and indulge in and create, um, laughter for me, create inspiration, motivation for me. And I want to support and encourage other individuals through my platform, through my business. I want to welcome in so many different things. And so manifestation is a key component to where I'm at now of just what are the things that I want to extract and how open do I want to be and how, where do I want to be and how concise do I want to be with everything. I'm also realized my voice probably sounds a little bit different because I was sharing for my nephew at his game. And so I kind of lost it, but, um, I'm here and I'm, I am 10 tones down in all of these different things. And I'm also just being mindful of myself and my limitations, because I think when we say go hard or go home, sometimes we go hard and we go to the hospital simply because we just do too much in such a short amount of time and we don't allow ourselves to adjust this new um, expansion and growth that we're currently going through. And so my growth is going to take some time. 
It's going to have setbacks. It's going to look ugly at times. I'm going to regret it. I'm going to question it. I'm going to want to reevaluate everything. But ultimately, I'm going to settle on the fact that I I chose to participate in this space and I can choose not to, and I can choose to go hard and I can choose to have an easy day, but I'm choosing to be here. I'm choosing to put one foot, one foot in front of the other. It may be a run, it may be a stop, it may be a jump, it may be a, a kick, but I'm, I'm going to be doing those things. And so I'm just appreciative that I can do this for me and I can, you know, love on me in this way and I can design my life this way. And so I encourage, and I hope that everyone else continues or, you know, attempts or tries to do something similar, um, because the outcome or the outcomes of this experience is going to be unlike any other. And that's something that, um, I can't fathom, you know, I can't even begin to, to touch on. So, um, I just want to thank again, everyone for listening and just tuning in and hearing me out and considering my perspective, because I really could not do this without having an audience. And I really hope to show up for you all differently in the next couple of weeks, just so that way we can kind of go through this either together or you guys can, you know, um, hear about this and take that in as I, I continue on this path of just shedding more parts of my life. And honestly, I never thought that I would be in this place where I've sustained something or bred, you know, given life to something and then maintained it for so long because it's been a dream of mine. And, you know, with everything in me, I actually had a Instagram platform called the Daily Good Vibes or Daily Good Vibes, I can't remember, where every day I would post something inspirational. And you guys got to understand the individual that you're interacting with now took many attempts to get here. It wasn't a natural just transition of like, let me participate in something where I'm responsible for it weekly. There is no one asking me to to be who I am. And there's also no one that is, is <clears throat> there's no requirement, no external requirement, but my own that says, I need to post for everything in me. Not to say that I don't value, you know, the listeners, but it's really a, a self-defined, um, a self-defined prophecy, if you will, that this is my calling and this is where I'm supposed to be. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm reminded and, and validated every time that I interact with you all that I, that's exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And it, it's come far and few in between. I, I can probably count on my hands the amount of people that have inspired me to continue to go on, but it's been enough for me to continue this in this space. And I don't want to stop. There's no signs of me stopping or not wanting to do it because to me, it's very rewarding. It's very therapeutic. It's very rewarding to, to do this. And I will continue to do this. And so I just, again, thank you all because I need you to allow me to know that this world that I'm, I'm currently participating in makes a difference and has an impact. And there are some pieces that you guys can take away from because I've been in those places of life where I've been completely alone and not felt like I could connect with anyone. And although I don't necessarily get to see you guys, I do love to interact and hear from you because it just makes me feel more whole and it makes me feel more, um, more validated that I am living a life of service and God has rewarded me and gifted me in moments of despair and places where I felt like I couldn't just go on anymore. I couldn't just, um, deal with things anymore. 
So I appreciate, you know, like I said, every interaction that I have with you all. And I will continue on this journey of everything in me and continue rooting for you all as well, too, because every time that I post or sit down to make these podcasts, it's really about rooting for you and it's spreading that knowledge and spreading that experience so that way you can take that and run with it and you can take that and multiply it and share it and hold on to it when you need it. And I never want to hold on to anything that I <clears throat> I have because there's so much opportunity for us to redesign or rethink um, ourselves and what we ultimately end up getting ourselves into. And I hope that my perspective has some sort of influence in a positive light, in a positive way, because to root for you, I'm rooting for you to see your potential, see your divine destiny and to accept it and to operate from that space. So thank you all for listening again to everything in me. I will check back with you guys in my next episode.